Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Sufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Sufall. He is Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Hi, happy Saturday. And we are going to talk about small businesses, starting your own business, what it's like to own a business. Uh, can you, you know what, I retired and you right. know, I'm not done working. Can I That's start right. my own business? You sure can. What are the tax implications on that? So we'll talk a lot of small business today, but... Just to let everyone know, Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor at Capital Advisory Group. He is around to help you as an individual. He's here to help you, uh, me as a married uh, filing jointly. He's around, uh, specializes in small business taxes and making sure we've talked many times. People come in and they bring their, you know, first quarter financials to you and say, you know, Jeff, I'm not a numbers guy. I opened a flower shop. Yeah. What's it look like? I know flowers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know numbers. What's this look like? Exactly. We'll take them from point A to point B, walk them through what their financials look like, um, if there's anything that we can critique um, and are adjust as we go forward. So it's all part of it. And again, being a small business owner, you have to know what your numbers are. We see tons and tons of small business people um, walking around going, well, I think I'm profitable. And the question is, are you really profitable? And it's a matter of time. It will catch up to you. So knowing your numbers, using QuickBooks, using some, you know, even if it's Excel spreadsheets, whatever it takes so that you know what your numbers are. You've got to keep track of it. Yes. You know, as a small business, people obviously, well, yeah, I know I got to keep track of my numbers, but how how tight are you running those numbers? Tight. Not yeah. kind of, uh, you know, loosey-goosey out there where you go, well, I think, you know, I made money this week. You either did or you didn't. You might be three years down the road and say, well, so, so much went out. Uh, only exactly. so much came in exactly. and I'm broke. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, what, what did I do wrong? Money and time. Right. Which one will you run out first? <laughs> right. And, and the last thing you want to do is have someone look at your financials in bankruptcy court exactly. and say, well, you could have been profitable. Yeah. You should have done this, this, and this. Yeah. And that's exactly what we walk you through. So maybe uh, for a small business owner, the first thing you do is call Jeff mm-hmm. and say, here's my idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, here's my operating expenses. Here's, you know, exactly. my cash flow, all that stuff. You can look at that. Uh, here's your title, Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist, Wealth Advisor, Capital Advisor Group. Where does does looking at someone's small business and I guess are you, are you an accountant? Yeah. I mean, from a bookkeeping standpoint and an accounting standpoint, um, we have bookkeepers in, in you know, in-house in a sense that will – do your QuickBooks for you. Um, they'll they'll set up QuickBooks. They'll set up the bank feeds, the credit card feeds, the whole shoot and match. Be able to compile that data, put it in QuickBooks, and be able to create a profit and loss and a balance sheet for you. You um, know, I, I've worked for some small businesses, and and I guess you know they're not they're not medium sized businesses. No, I don't know no. what you know. What would you classify small, medium? 
You know, I, we I think the large businesses, the corporations, and everything. The small Nikes. Bu- a small business would be basically an owner. Um, you know, maybe one employee, maybe just the owner is a true small business. Um, a midsize would be you know uh, fifteen employees um, and above. So, and then large corporations are thousands of employees. You know, yeah. but again, the the concept is midsize and small business. Um, and we see small businesses; they classify themselves as small business, but they have twenty five employees. Um, you know, multiple locations. Technically, yeah, it's a small business yeah. <laughs> in concept, but it isn't. Well, I, you know, I worked at a, a hardware store growing up. They had uh, three locations, mm-hmm. and you know, they had a lot of employees—part yeah. time, full time, back of the house, front of the house. Exactly. Uh, so I'm sure. I, I'm assuming. I'm sure they had an accountant on staff. Either, yeah, probably on staff in house somewhere that was doing the calculations, especially for payroll, for hours, yeah, um, all that fun stuff. But again, we see people that come in, and it's like, well, I got money in the bank account, so I guess I'm okay. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah. Um, you have to know your numbers. You have to know, you know, budgeting going forward, uh, projecting, um, different stuff like that. And even a small business, you could use that to your advantage. And so for the the flower shop analogy, you know, you probably don't have a separate office in back for yeah. a full-time accountant. Exactly. So you're just trying to do everything, mm-hmm. running the books and running the front of the house. And, and I, you know, we had uh, a pastor that came in one time and he said, you know, uh, running a church it's, is is yeah. more than just, <laughs> you know, writing the homily. Yep. And exactly. It's it's most of it actually is you know keeping yeah. the lights on. Ours used to always reference himself as the CEO of the church. Yeah, because um, he had to do everything pretty much. Yeah, um, and keep everything in order. Plus, find a direction for the church to go. So, right. Yeah. You, you know, mean, Sunday's I, one day. Exactly. Uh, you know, what are you doing Monday All through the Saturday? <laughs> uh, yeah. You gotta you gotta keep the lights on. You gotta yeah. uh, make the books work. So. We'll talk about small businesses, but I want to remind everybody that Jeff is here to help you. If you are someone like myself, Mm -hmm. I'll bring up my example again. Uh, The first time that we sat down and met, I said, uh, hey, Jeff, I've got a a little baby. He's about, you know, eight months old. Uh, Is there anything that we can do? He's going to daycare. He's, you know, he doesn't have a job yet. (laughs) Uh, Why not? <laughs> yeah, right. So, what can we do? And we, you actually set us up with the FSA flex. Is a flexible spending flex spending account account, yes. and uh, it was money that came out of our paycheck, specifically my wife's paycheck, mm-hmm. every two weeks that went to an account. And uh, at the end of the year, we used that to reimburse ourselves for uh, the out of pocket costs for exactly. school yeah. and all that money that was building up in that account. Tax-free, non-taxed. Yes. Non-taxed. So that would have been, what, $5,000 that would have been taxed at a 24% rate, you know? Yeah, $1,200. We got to keep $1,200. Yeah, we get the, we got to keep it. That it's was in your that was in our pocket <laughs> right now. And if we bump that up, uh, I have to come and see you. Uh, we've been playing tag, you know. Yeah, <laughs> phone tag here. We're going to come in and see you. You're going to set us up with an LLC for for a separate thing that we got see, going. See, and you're by rights, you're a small business owner now. Oh, well, look at that. <laughs> well, not yet, not yet. <laughs> um, but we're going to set that up with you and, and find out uh, what kind of tax savings, mm-hmm. tax keepings. We can we can keep by becoming an LLC, but we're also going to say, look, we saved five grand 
for uh, my son's schooling last year. Let's try to save ten. Exactly. So instead of keeping twelve hundred dollars, we can keep twenty four hundred dollars. This is money, Jeff. That's it's going real, out. It's real money. It's money that we have to pay regardless. Yes. So why not pay it with some tax-free money? Exactly. Why and and this is stuff that's in the it's in, in the tax law. It's, the rules are out there. They're they're not really written against us. They're written sort of for us. You just have to know what's out there and know how to follow the rules. Right. And the the point being that the government, you know, they they draft this up. Uh, the congressional aides probably draft. Yeah, it up. they <laughs> the aides do. <laughs> the congressmen vote on it. The president signs it. It's into law, mm-hmm. and then you know uh, that's it. That's and it. then they close the book. And it's done. They go on to the next thing. Right. Yeah. No one's on Capitol Hill floor saying, well, whose job is it to tell the American people about this? Nobody says a word. Nobody. Yeah. So Nobody. you have to find someone to help you navigate the what, what you can and can't do. Um, and there's stuff out there in tax laws that apply to you and some of it doesn't apply to me and vice versa. So, again, that's the concept as you go forward is making sure that it applies to you in the in the correct manner. So 70,000 pages of, of tax code, <laughs> uh, which is out there. You say it's seven Bibles worth. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't even think Jeff Zufall, a capital advisory group, needs to read all no, 70,000 pages I wouldn't of it. make it through. There's no way. That's uh, Boersville and a half. <laughs> but as a small business specialist, as someone who can help out um, single people, people married finally jointly with their kids who have an LLC in Gulf Shores, Alabama. That's exactly. <laughs> um, you have read the parts of the tax code that pertain to us. That and we have software that once we kind of know your your concept, your design, what your desires are going forward, we take all that data and plug it in a piece of software and it's going to come back and kick off a couple of different ideas that most people never really think about. How about that? Um, so it will actually help you say, hey, you're, you're a small business. Should you be a sole proprietor? Should you be an LLC? Should you be an S-Corp? And each one have their own little, I'll say, uh, tricks inside of it. Um, so the question is what you should be. We see people come in um, that, that bring in a million dollars a year and they're sole proprietors, um, which means basically they're wide open to anything. And the question is, why are you a still sole proprietor? And they're like, well, because nobody ever told me. Right. Which is the the correct answer. <laughs> that's that's the so answer that everybody should be giving. We either help them get to an LLC, help them get into an S-corp or a true corporation, depending upon what their situations are. Like I, I didn't know what a flex pending account was or, or what it pertained to before I chatted with you. I didn't know what a, a health savings account yeah. was. And is that something that we want to look into? Are you spending – you know, tens, uh, ten, twenty thousand dollars on medical bills every year. Exactly. You can set up a health spending account mm-hmm. that the money that goes into it is tax free, and you yeah. can pay with all this stuff. With the, otherwise, that money gets taxed. And it goes gets to the government. taxed and goes right out. And then, as a small business owner, if you have a small business owner and you, it's husband and wife setup. Um, you can actually set up what's called a Section 105, and it's a way that you could pre-tax everything that you pay for medical expenses. Um, you use a, a third-party administrator that sets it up. You get a little card, like a MasterCard. Every time you go to the uh, pharmacy, the doctor. As long as it's it medical there. expenses. As long as it's medical expenses, um, co-pays. That's how you take uh, braces, um, you know, anything of that uh, structure that's kind of off the beaten path, and you get to take a tax deduction for it. How about so that? it's a reimbursement program. It's called Section 105. Um, so we can help you set that up, show you how it actually will help you at the end of the day. 
And with such a flashy name like Section 105, yeah. you, you find <laughs> it hard, yeah, hard to believe that nobody's ever heard of this stuff. Yeah. So they write it into the tax code and they close the book on it and they yeah. never tell us about it. So it, it's almost – uh, you know, anybody who hasn't gone and seen, um, you know, a tax guy, anyone who hasn't gone and seen uh, a wealth advisor like Jeff Zufall, uh, they're probably walking out there uh, with money just flowing out of their paychecks exactly. <laughs> every two weeks going yeah. off to the government that they could probably keep. Yeah. I, I, yes. Right. <laughs> so uh, sit down with Jeff. Go have a, a free consultation. Bring in. Um, you know, last year's – past two years' taxes. Two years' tax returns, any financial statements that you have, you know, just to kind of paycheck give us stubs. Enough, paycheck stubs. Um, and you can kind of eyeball it yeah. and just say, uh, here are some of the things that we can look into for exactly. you. And uh, you always say math doesn't lie. Exactly. Math and always math always wins. Math <laughs> always wins. So there – you know, you can even say here, you know, we're halfway through the year. Let's sit down and calculate mm-hmm. what have you done. Uh, exactly. The past six months, and then what we needs can to take forecast place? Yeah, what's going to happen yeah. the next six months, and just do the math and say, you know, we can keep a little bit more money going forward if we just make a couple adjustments. Exactly, and typically it's not. There's no silver bullet out there. There's not one thing that you're going to do and go, oh, I saved tens of thousands of dollars on my tax return. It is a series of little events that add up at a thousand bucks, five hundred dollars, but you start adding those up. And you're to thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars of savings. So uh, it's just a way to keep more money in your pocket than going off to the federal government because, as we always say, I need that money way more than they do. Yes, way more. You know, and we can argue about taxes and what it goes to pay for, roads and bridges. You know, I'm fine with that. Exactly. Uh, But frankly, you know, 1200 bucks, I could do more with that than the government. Than what they could. You know, that's one chair for them. Exactly. (laughs) One toilet seat. Toilet seat, $700 hammer. We've all heard that story. So uh, keep more of your money, okay? You know, we pay our fair share and, and not a penny more. Exactly. So let's take a break, and then we'll get into it. Um, Small businesses, that's going to be kind of our focus uh, on the show today. But if you are an individual or you're filing jointly or you have – maybe you paid too much in taxes last year and you're like, why does the government keep coming back to me? Yeah, exactly. Asking, well, maybe you're just not having uh, enough withholdings. We see that a lot. Um, And then what we do is we give – and a lot of people don't understand the estimated tax payments – um, so if you owe money to the IRS, we'll set you up with estimated payments um, or adjust your W-4, which is you know your paycheck basically. Um, but a lot of people don't understand that you, know, you have to pay those taxes in. Otherwise, they're going to zap you for some penalties at the end of the year. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I owed the, uh, the government five grand last year and then turn around and they want five grand again. Exactly. Then what am I doing Nothing wrong? Nothing changed. You know, the <laughs> idea is that you should be net zero. Exactly. Um, but nobody, nobody – Nobody's ever – especially with stuff going on, flip-flopping back and forth, income going up, income coming down. Um, one of the hidden factors we see that a lot of people don't realize is if you have a portfolio – um, capital gain distributions at the end of the year sneak up. Nobody really tells you, hey, look out, this is coming. And even in a bad year, typically that's when it really happens, is in a bad year, the mutual fund families themselves are trading and repositioning those portfolios and they're generating some type of a gain. The mutual fund families will not eat that gain. They're going to pass it through to shareholders proportionately by the number of shares you own. So at the end of the year, 
you think you have it all wrapped up and you're good to go, and then boom, in December they drop a capital gain on you. Man. And it's taxable. Nothing and you can do. Right. So it's not just about what's coming out of my paycheck every two weeks. It's, it's what's going on. What are my exactly. investments sitting yeah. like? You exactly. know, what are my mutual funds going to come back to me and, mm-hmm. and send me a bill? Yeah. Um, so these are all things that you have to think about. And as responsible adults, yes. <laughs> we should have someone on our side kind of taking care of this stuff for us. Uh, you know, I was talking to my wife and – uh, we were talking about our staining our deck. Yuck. And, and yuck, we yuck. did it. Well, so at the old house, we did it ourselves. And mm-hmm. I had to go over it five times because yeah. <laughs> I started first with a roller. And then uh, we switched to a brush. And then we realized that that brush uh, wasn't putting it on thick enough. So yeah. uh, I had to go over it five times. Well, you know, we've upgraded. We've used the market to our advantage. We've oh, upgraded yeah. to a bigger house. Now we have uh, a deck that's three times the size. Exactly. And there's another one on the second story. Yes. <laughs> so that's a lot of deck. And she literally said, at this point, it's not worth it to me to to try and do on my own and save yeah. a little bit of money. I'm going to pay somebody if we want to stay in our deck. And we talk about it all the time. Why do you want to sit in your office uh, every exactly. April, uh, March – yeah, and try to figure out your taxes and spend your Saturdays or your downtimes or your nights or whatever, trying to figure out your taxes. Number one, you're probably not going to do them um, correctly. Yeah. Number two, you're not going <laughs> to find the things that Jeff can find in them because we're not tax professionals. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, why wouldn't we just get somebody to look at our stuff for yeah. us and help guide you down that path? You know what I did this tax season? I gave you our tax information, mm-hmm. and then I went on on my deck that is unstained, <laughs> and I had a glass of lemonade. That's right. That's what you do. I let you take care of it. That's right. <laughs> I, number one, I don't know. Math scares me. Uh, so I don't know what I'm doing. And number two, I, I wouldn't be able to find, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the flex spending accounts that yeah. are out there. You know, it's like, you know, maybe my wife sits down with her HR department and says, what's out there for me? And then they say something and it flies right over. Exactly. We can get you if we get you you on board, if we come and see you and I say, Jeff, I trust you. I want to hire you. You can get on the phone with our HR. Exactly. See what's out there. See if it applies to you. If you could use it to your advantage. If you can't, don't worry about it. Because when the HR company talks to us, (laughs) uh, uh, we're just like, uh Probably like seems like a foreign language. Right, they're like, turning on they the fire hose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but if it's like if Jeff's there as well, you can interpret exactly uh, section one hundred and five for us. Yeah, and say, and oh, that'll say, work. Yes, or, oh no, that doesn't doesn't yeah. apply. Yeah, Jeff, does that pertain to me? And you say no. And you say, well, what about that? And you say yes. <laughs> yeah, you know that's a way for you to keep uh, another twelve hundred bucks, maybe exactly. So here's the number six three six three nine four five five two four Capital Advisory Group. Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor. Keep what's yours. It's the name of the book that Jeff wrote. It's the name of the show that we do on the weekends here. And it's the idea that maybe I can keep a little bit more money on my paycheck, a little bit more money in my pocket rather than going off to the federal government because they'll just blow it exactly on a $700 hammer. Yep. You know, exactly. And if, and if I wanted a seven hundred dollar hammer, I would, would buy be it with my fancy. Yeah, I would buy it with my money. <laughs> be bedazzled. Yeah, <laughs> gold tipped. Uh, all right, let's go to commercial break. And when we come back, talking small business here. Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. Six three six three nine four five five two four. Keep what's yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back at the 
Big 550 back on Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert, Capital Advisory Group, Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor. Here's the number again, 636-394-5524. If you're single, if you're uh, married filing jointly, if you're a small business, if you're a medium-sized business, uh, if you have uh, my sister, she has questions yes. about um, her wife is a school teacher, and mm-hmm. they have a bunch of separate rules oh, yes. when it comes to the retirement and stuff. Yes. And it's like, you know, I figured out my rules, but now, you know, my spouse is a teacher. They've got a whole separate – Whole other set of rules. You know, pensions and buying back mm-hmm. years and stuff. You know, what can and you they, do? And they get an extra – it was a two, $250, what they call an educator credit um, in the past. It's now three hundred dollars because of inflation. I mean, do they so, send a letter out that says no, that? No, they no, don't. Just every every educator, as long as you're a true teacher, even uh, substitute, as long as you have the hours, you get a three hundred dollar educator credit um, straight out of the box. And that's to pay for decorations. Decorations or, in your room. They know that a teacher spends probably Kleenex. ten times that for, oh, yeah. for the room. Oh yeah. And again, if you bought a lot of COVID stuff, you you know set your classroom up maybe and like with mask and plexiglass and junk like that, and you bought all that out of your pocket. Take your and it's more than three hundred bucks. Take that to your administrator and get a letter, and the administrator of the school will give you a letter as to what you spent, and you'll get to take a deduction for it. How about that? So yeah. it really depends on your profession. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Sometimes they, that there are certain uh, credits out there for you. Yes. So let's get into the small business stuff because we want to talk about that today. But first and foremost, if you are a small business and you kept employees throughout the pandemic, yes, we want to hear from you. MyERCToday.com. That's a website. MyERCToday.com. ERC stands for Employee Retention Credit. Credit. Yes. If you are a business owner and you kept employees on throughout the pandemic and didn't push them off mm-hmm. to the government's unemployment exactly. rules, they mm-hmm. want to give you uh, a credit. Yes. The government does. The government does. And now this isn't a loan. <clears throat> it's not the PPP program. It's not the EDIL, which was the emergency disaster loan. It's none of those. This is an actual program directly with the feds. Um, they will go back, do a calculation, um, and then depending upon where you're at from the people that you kept on board, you'll either get a check or a credit coming forward. And it is limited. So it is, uh, I'll say, a, a, a cap in a sense on the dollars. I don't know what. It's like a you know, $4 billion, you know, uh, portfolio that's sitting out there. And once that money's gone, it's gone. Yeah. So, so there's a bucket. Yeah. <clears throat> you got to get in and get your, get your hand in. And, yeah. and I don't know what the math is, Jeff. You'll have to look at it for us. But, you know, if we kept five employees, you mm-hmm. know, uh, could we get a set amount of money? Or? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's basically we could run as high as $10,000 an employee. Okay. So there's companies. I'm so that's, seeing, that's real money. Oh, it's real money. There's yeah. companies that we're seeing that, you know, I mean, granted, they may do a lot of revenue, um, you know, that are in the $350,000 range. That's a credit that's coming forward. Yeah. Um, so, look, you're a small business. You're a business. You did the right thing. You kept yeah. employees on the payroll during a, 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 a international disaster. Exactly. Um, and the, the bonus – that they were given for unemployment during the pandemic. Exactly. It was, it was yeah. double the rate. So for, for as a thank you for keeping people keeping off on of, the on payroll, not dumping them and running away. Dumping them on unemployment, <clears throat> here's 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 a bonus to you. 
So myerctoday.com, go out there. And the information that they ask you, any business owner is going to have that, right? I mean, they're, they're going to ask you to plug in certain numbers and certain, you know. Yeah, they'll, they'll ask for your 2020, um, basically which, what's called the – and if you're a small business, you, you get this uh, 940, 941s. Um, one's a quarterly wage report. The other one's an annual wage report. Um, and it'll be from, I believe it starts March of 2020, um, goes through December of 2020, and then fires back up in January of 21 and goes to, I believe, uh, President Biden stopped it in September of 21. Um, even though we're still technically under a disaster, I don't know what you want to call it, a disaster zone for COVID, um, the, they have not lifted that just yet. Um, but again, you get that that good almost year for almost a year and a half between and a half. March of twenty and yeah. September of twenty one. Mm-hmm. For about a year and a half, if you kept your employees on payroll and, yeah. and kept uh, you know cranking the widgets out, exactly, <laughs> uh, you can jump onto myercToday.com, uh, put your numbers in, and, and see what the government might have for you. Yeah, what's sitting out there? Um, they'll do the calculation, Maybe possibly up to ten grand an employee. Yeah. Exactly. How about that? Uh, all right. So that's what you need to do if you're a business owner. What if I'm not a business owner, but I always thought that someday I might like to be? Yeah. So uh, you have a list over there, 10 reasons to start your own business. Exactly. So anybody who's sitting out there who maybe has been working for somebody for years, maybe you have your little idea sitting to the side and you're going to venture off in, in a matter of time. Oh, that boss has, has angered me one one last time. One last time. Or you could do better than the, what the boss can. Um, right. I get, get all that. Um, so the concept is here's 10 reasons to start your own business. So the first one, which I laugh at, is <clears throat> each day at the office will be motivating because you're it. <laughs> I mean, I kind of I, I agree with which, that. Which you know, that's why I, I laugh. I say, if I ever actually had to really go work for somebody, I don't know if I could do it or not. Right. Honestly, because I've been self-employed for since so long. Twenty-four. Um, so it's me, and I know every day that it's I'm not dependent upon anybody. It's me to make sure that. Whatever needs to get done gets done. It's my problem. And look, if you ask me to come over to your house, Jeff, and mow the lawn and, and trim mm-hmm. the hedges, I'm going to half-ass it, okay? Exactly. That's the honest <laughs> truth. But if it's my house, I'm going to be out there for hours. Exactly. Because exactly. it's mine. You're you to make know? sure that it's perfect. Yeah. Um, you'll cut the grass twice if you have to. Absolutely. Um, so, But that's that's what it is, is each day at the office is motivating because um, it, it really is. You know, rather than going into work, punching a time clock and all that stuff – you might want to uh, work for yourself and, exactly. and have kind of that, that drive, that, yeah. that fire that maybe even you if, haven't Even had. if you started like on a part-time basis just to see if you kind of test the waters if you like it, that's, sure. that's great. You know, if the business idea is, yeah. is good enough and you want to just kind of kick it off now and see, you see get what your you could get wet. going. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned in the last segment, you know, a lot of times people want to start their own business, but they, they know a niche. They know mm-hmm. flowers, exactly. or I know they just don't know all the other junk. That I comes just don't know payroll, yeah. and I don't know exactly. accounting, and I don't know math and numbers. Yeah. Um, that's where you might want to kick off your business and then say, "Hey, Jeff, I just started this business. I need somebody to look at my numbers, exactly, and exactly. make sure that, that I'm getting this thing off the ground the proper way, exactly, so that you don't start and then go, "Ooh, I've been running this way for a year. I shouldn't have done any of that." And guess what? I owe a bunch of stuff because I didn't. I didn't well, do it the right. last thing I want to come in to see you at the end of the year is for you to say, "Well, you know, you could have 
Yeah, you know, saved a ton of money if you'd have done saved this forty grand or that. <laughs> if you didn't do this, yeah, or you could have yeah. earned fifty grand if exactly. you didn't do that. If you didn't do it, so you know, I want I want to come in every year and hear you say things like that, but I want to make sure that it's not yeah the know, other way, <laughs> right? I want to I want you to say, hey, you're running pretty good, but we can tweak this exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so the other one, which kind of ties back into that, is follow your passions, um, whatever it might be, uh, nonprofit. Um, you know, if you want to do charitable stuff, um, if you can build a better widget, do it. Um, if you want to work with flowers every day <clears throat> rather than you know being I, in a cubicle, exactly. I read a report. I think it was uh, I forget who it was on like Instagram or something like that that said that. Um, the best time to start a business is in a recession. Well, guess what? I mean, probably yeah. when the data comes out, we're in a recession. We just don't know it we yet. We don't know it yet. But we're probably there. Um, what did you say? We don't know when you're in a recession until you're, until you're in a recession. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, a stupid yeah. scenario. but <laughs> Perk up your ears. And with the great resignation that's been going on oh, yeah. across the country, uh, a lot of people are finding now's a good time to, to, do it. to quit the rat race and, yeah. and start that business. And start it, exactly. So, um, and again, then the, the next is you can pursue social, social justice or support, you know, nonprofits, just like what I was saying on that passion side. That's something to look at. And the, the, your, the end game is achieve financial independence. Um, you know, the joke is, is, uh, you know, the boss bought a new Ferrari and the employee's like, oh, that's great. And the boss says, hey, if you Go to work and be here on time and work hard. Next year, I'll buy another one. That's the theory. <laughs> Next year, I'll buy another one. <laughs> exactly. Because so, you're working for me. Exactly. So that's the setup is, is most people will start their own business for the independence, the financial independence side. Now, there's bad times. Don't get me wrong. Um, we can help coach you through it and kind of guide you in the right directions if needed. But big picture, that's the whole reason you're there. And, and let's be honest, yeah, you wanna you wanna work in your passion because you want a, a reason to get up every morning. Yeah. You wanna you wanna have joy in your in your work. You know, uh, what do they say? If you love what you do, you you never work you're a day. Never working. Yeah. But the the true answer is uh, your mortgage still it's still there comes every month. <laughs> you know, it's not going to go away. The lights need to stay yeah. on. Uh, you know that that Lamborghini is not going to fill itself. That's up right. Gas. At premium at uh, twelve dollars a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> so you do need to make some money at this. Yeah. You know, and, and, and and so again, going back down the other side of that is you can control your lifestyle and your schedule. Um, that's one thing that I've never. I mean, I've been business thirty some odd years. My schedule is all over the place. I mean, just crazy. And we've tried to get it back to where I can actually. I say claim a day, if you want to call it that, so I know what I'm doing. But there's always a fire that's going to show up. There's always something, you know, oopsie, we got to get this. you got to zig and zag to, to take care of what you got to take care of. You know, I call um, you and I say, hey, Jeff, can you do a Thursday at 7? I don't, you know, during the week with the yeah. Heidi show and everything, I don't get off of work until 6 even. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you say, you know what, 7 o'clock is, you know, that's outside of banker's hours, yeah. but you make it work. And so, you know yeah. what, maybe the next day. You, you go into work late. Exactly. And, exactly. and you can do that because you can make yeah. your own schedule. Because you're running the show. So that's the other beauty of it. Time. time. Yeah. They say time is money. But well, yeah, it is. Time's a lot more valuable. You have uh, where the two th- either run out of time or money first. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> that's a neck and neck race. Yeah. So, um, and again, you're going to start from scratch typically. I mean, now granted, you could go buy a business, but usually there's a, a capital outlay. Um, you're purchasing someone else's stuff. Um, that's my 
polite word for the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, you know, that's typically most of the ones we see are started from scratch. Our family, their second, third, fourth generation that are stepping in, taking over. Um, the coolest part is tax benefits. So when you're self-employed, this is where um, Jeff comes in. <laughs> there's stuff that you pay when you're an employee. You pay with after-tax dollars for stuff, and when you are, uh, I'll say, a self-employed individual or running your own show, you're paying with certain items with pre-tax dollars. So that's the beauty of it. Um, and that stuff adds up. It uh, adds up to huge numbers, and I mean huge, huge numbers uh, over a course of a year. So again, not that you're writing everything off through your business and you know you're buying cars through your business and crazy stuff like that. But I mean, there's business trips that you get to go see the different parts of the country. Um, but you're going to a convention or you're going to a business meeting where you're going to go conduct business. It's deductible. Do people come in to you from time to time, uh, start off with you, say, oh, I didn't know I could do that or I didn't know I could do this. And then years down the road after working with you, um, they they get it. They mm-hmm. they, they kind of get the yeah. laws and they, they know the kind of the tax code, the, the yeah. ins and outs. The gray areas where to stop and then bring that in and go, hey, can I finish this or right. am I where I should be? And you're like, sometimes you're like, no, you have went over the line. You know, you're um, still there. We always talk yeah. about the guardrails. Yeah. Uh, you're still the guardrails. Yes. Uh, you can weave in and out between the lanes. It's uh, exactly. You jump over the guardrails, go into the weeds, you get bit by a snake. Yeah. I mean, and that snake is, is the IRS. <laughs> yeah. They'll come and, along and say, nope, can't do that. Right. So. Um, but, you know, you can start at the wiggle room, but je- knowing that Jeff is always there to look over the paperwork, to look over the spreadsheets and exactly. say, we can go up to this point. And then that's uh, where Anything we else is illegal. Yeah, illegal <laughs> you know, and our gray area where you, you could, don't want to live. You could, you know, get pulled in for that. So. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, why would I – if I had a Lamborghini and I could afford gas for it, why would I want to live in the gray area? Exactly. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't want the government coming and taking that away from exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's there's tax benefits to running your own business. And, Huge. And having somebody like Jeff Sufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group, running the show for you, you can, you know, realize that, look, I'm a lot more profitable than I thought I was because I'm taking advantage of tax code exactly. that's already on the books. Yeah, it's there. Use it to your advantage as you go forward. So. I wonder how many small businesses are operating right now that are listening to us that have said, well, I've done it myself for three or four years, and I'm, I'm eking by. Yeah. What more can I be doing? Where can I find some savings? A lot of them because most people, if you're an individual, you're going to be somewhat limited to what you can do from adjusting taxes. Um, it's typically will fall into, hey, do an IRA, increase your 401K, do an HSA, um, have more kids, buy a bigger house, stuff like that. Um, but from a business owner, there's a, a, I mean, a slew of different stuff that could be done on an annual basis. It saves you literally tens of thousands of dollars. And, and again, they just don't yeah. know that they exist. It's it, The tax code is tiny, you know, mm-hmm. maybe just a couple pages for me as an individual exactly. or married filing jointly. Uh, once you start talking small to medium-sized business, that tax code probably opens up thousands of pages. But yeah, I'd probably hundreds. And okay. then if you're a large business, like a huge business, then – Tens of thousands. Tens of, of thousands. Pages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. 
the that's Walmarts the, the of the world. The, yeah. the GE doesn't pay taxes <laughs> exactly. for some reason. Exactly. Um, uh, they've got it. They're utilizing tens of thousands. And they have floors and floors of, of attorneys and accountants that right. will go hack away at anything. So Absolutely. Yeah. But we're just a little guy or yeah. a little gal out here trying yep. to squeak by a living doing what we love. Yeah. There are tax benefits out there for us. Yeah. Bunches. If we so, start a small business. Yeah. So one of the other ones is true job security. And you say job security because it's you. Okay. <laughs> You'll be gamefully employed every day. Right. You may I'm not, not make money. Fired, right. Yeah, you won't get fired. Well, the race between time and money, <laughs> of course, that's always going to be there. But exactly. Nobody's going to come in and, and fire me. Yeah. True job security. You don't have to worry about it. But at the end of the day, it's you to basically perform um, and do what you need to do to make money. So mm. do it in the most tax efficient manner that you can going forward. Um, and you'll be an expert in a broad range of skills, whether it's payroll, whether it might be QuickBooks, um, dealing with customers, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. So it kind of broaden your horizons a bunch. Yeah. So. Back to the, the church analogy. Yeah. You, you, you are an expert in the Bible. Exactly. Uh, but you also have to be an expert in – In payroll and, you know, HR in a sense. Um, yeah. You know, running the show basically. So there's a lot of other stuff that you'll that will come along that you'll learn sometimes the hard way, um, uh, you know, from personal experience. And sometimes you just – it'll come natural to you. So. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of carpentry, uh, you know – Somebody's got to keep those pews. That's right. Uh, you know, up and running, <laughs> up and down. running, and yeah, yeah. So, and then the last thing is you can be creative. Um, I mean, as long as it's not illegal, um, you can do whatever you need to do as yeah. you go forward. And again, so. Jeff is the guardrail <clears throat> on the street of of you know tax legality. And mm-hmm. you know what can what can we wiggle through here? You yeah, know, that's, the idea is kind of like I'm not necessarily going to drive on the right side of the road. I'm going to kind of change lanes, zigzag a little bit. Yeah, zigzag. Yeah. How can I do this? Yeah, uh, you know, while still maintaining legality, legality and not having exactly. the IRS come in, but keeping a bunch of money in my in my bank account. Yeah. So, uh, starting your own business. Ten reasons. It is very important to think about before you get in. Involved with all of this stuff, that you have to say, well, who's going to do my books? And exactly. You know, exactly. When you first get going, you know, you could. We see people that, and to some degrees, either don't worry about anything, just start it up and go. Um, That's you know, fun and crazy. It's fun and crazy, and, but, but yeah, it does cause some confusion to get it all back together. And then we see other people who do the exact extreme opposite and they have everything in in detail. They have tax ID numbers and LLCs and all this stuff put together, but they didn't know exactly what they were doing. So it may be heading in the wrong direction. Um, And it's just a matter of reeling them back in and getting them going the right right pattern in a sense. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, uh, personally speaking, you know, I could start the flower shop and and make sure, you know, I I feel like I got a green thumb, like I said. I'm not going to uh, really put my heart and soul into your yard, but my yard's yeah. looking great these days. I'd start the flower shop, but I am not good at organization. Yeah, I'm just and not. That's that's part of it. We we preach that every week. Um, you know what's tax planning? It's proper organization, uh, making sure you have your documents, making sure that you know where they're at. Yeah, um, I mean that's one of the big things. A lot of people are like, hey, I know I got it somewhere around here, but they can't put their hands on it. So, so let's talk about this. Let me ask you this. If you're retired mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, people in retirement have – now I finally have the time exactly. to start my own business. Or they retired 
Um, you can only play so much golf, um, even though the bunch of guys I know they play seven days a week, but that's a whole other thing. I mean, um, I could sit on the couch twenty four seven. I'd yeah. be fine with that. Watch TV, kick back, read a book, sure. um, so on and so forth. But a lot of people will find that boring as could be. But they retired maybe a year into it. They're like, oh. But what if you actually could find a hobby in retirement that you could make into a business? Um, again, you got to be careful of the hobby rule, which is another tax rule for the IRS, which basically means that you, you have to have a, um, a profit motive for starters, which means you've got to try and make money, not just go out and do stuff. Um, and it has to be a bona fide business. Um, can't be a you know a hobby, you know, to right. where you're like, hey, I'm gonna raise horses and take write-offs every year. The, they will frown upon that greatly. And there's there's probably separate uh, thresholds for uh, qualifying as a hobby versus yes. as a business. <laughs> and yes. you'll go through that with people. Exactly. Walk them through. But starting a business in retirement, that's one of the big things. So you retire, you quit your career. You could keep doing it as a consultant, but then you're going to create your own little business or you could go a totally different direction. Um, you know, and then there, some of the stuff that you want to look for is, and, and I say this, you're going to get a greater investment return as you go forward. Um, just because now you've got your investments, you're not burning your money in a sense. And I say burning from a standpoint of using it to live off in retirement, you have the, a second job going. Supplemental. Um, supplemental income coming yeah. in the door. Um, but again, one of the things that you don't want to do, and I say this, you know, as what you don't want to, um, is don't use your retirement savings to start your business. Because what if it fails? Um, and you just burnt a ton of your your money and your time. You just burnt it starting this business and it goes poof and it doesn't exist. So try not to use your retirement savings at all cost. And don't take a loan out against your 401k either. A lot of people are like, hey, I can do that and you know use that to get going. Because if you ever separate of service, so when you retire, you will separate service, that loan is now has to be paid back. Yeah. And and so again, you know, you've got a loan sitting out there that you use to start your business and then you get ready to retire, but now you get a loan that's gonna either be a taxable event to you or you pay it back, one or the other. Yeah. Well that's um, you know, that's kinda scary. <clears throat> that's yeah. really taking a leap of faith. <laughs> There's a lot of people we see that do that, that they put up the cash, you know, from their IRA. Um, you got to pay the tax on it and so on and so forth. They get the wheels in motion. Um, a lot of people use their IRA dollars to actually purchase a, a business. Um, yeah, questionable. Um, you, I'd have to see the numbers first to say, hey, I'll, I'll go with it. Um, but a lot of them, I'll say eight out of ten yeah. times, no, don't do it. <laughs> Is this going to, again, you, you specialize in small business and medium-sized business. You can you can help people with their financials. You can make sure that they're running in in the black instead of in the red. Exactly. But you can do dollars to dollars. Does this make sense exactly. to touch your yeah. IRA to start this new business venture in retirement? Exactly. exactly. And there's some, you know, where you go, okay, it's justifiable because of what's going to go down. And there's others where it just blatantly is, like I said, math always wins, where it just blatantly does not work. Sure. And, you know, as far as the wealth advising, uh, the tax strategy goes, you are there to help people yes. with this stuff. And if you're going to start a, a small business in retirement, Jeff should be the first phone call that you make. Yes. So we can look and see what you've got in in your nest egg. Exactly. Uh, try not to touch it as, exactly. as best we can. As best you can. What exactly. happened? Well, what about this? In retirement, we're, we're getting Social Security. We're getting a pension. But what if we 
get a new job. You know, we retire, but we get a job. What are the tax imp- implications of that? And if we start our own business, is that does that count as income? Well, business is, is income. I mean, if you have an income, if you're profitable. Right. <laughs> um, but again, from the Social Security Administration, if you are over your full retirement age, it's 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 not an issue. Okay. It's Wait, the, hang on, hang on. Over your full retirement, what is it? So typically, it could be depending upon what year you were born. Um, sixty six, sixty five. Uh, typically, we are sixty seven. Um, that's our full retirement age. So what that says is, if we are retired <clears throat> and we're over that full retirement age. The IRS cannot take anything or the uh, Social Security Administration cannot take anything away from us. They can tax us on our Social Security, but they cannot take it away. So if you are under your full retirement age and you got to go, you know, depending upon how old you are, um, you got to find that that number. But we'll say that it's 66 in six months. If I am 66 and I take Social Security and I also have a full time job or I have a small business, and I make more than $18,800 is the easiest calc. Mm-hmm. Um, for every $2 over eighteen eight, I pay back a dollar in Social Security. Wow. I'll come and take it away. Well, okay. So the, <clears> let's <throat> break this down. It kind of makes sense. You know, I, I hate to say that somebody should get their Social Security taken away, but it kind of makes sense. I retire at 60 and start a whole new career. Exactly. I shouldn't be able to pull from a retirement Social, yeah. Social you, Security I mean, fund. you're going to take if – you, if you took – If I'm making money. Yeah. If you took Social Security at 62, it's going to be a way reduced amount. But still, you're getting that benefit paid to you. And then you fire up – what we see is a lot of people will actually go into retirement. They retire. They'll start their Social Security with no intention of ever starting a business or going back to work. And then they get this offer that they cannot pass up. So if you're over your full retirement age, you're fine. They're yeah. going to tax you either at 85 or 50 percent of that Social Security as taxable income to you, but they can't take it away. But if you're under that threshold – They can take it. They can, they take, can take it back because yeah. you, you're double dipping at that yeah. point. For every $2 over, they take a dollar back. Now, here's where the real can you call? Can you call the Social Security office and say, hey, I'm, I'm going to go back to work. Can you – pause my payments? You technically used to. (laughs) Can't really do that anymore. Um, But there is, uh, if you sold a business, um, that's a windfall. So that is a exemption in a sense where they don't get you for that social security. Um, But typically what will take place is you, you know, it'll take, so whatever you earn, so in the year of 2022, let's say that that takes place and you make $30,000 working, running your business and you got your social security you're over the 18.8 mark. So they're not going to do that calculation until you file this year's tax return. It's on record, which doesn't happen until spring of next year. So it's mid-2023 or late 23 before they even figure out that you own money. Yeah. And it's a year later. <laughs> so that's interesting. There's a lot to talk about there, uh, a lot to think about as well. And when it comes to pensions, pensions are pensions. Exactly. So that, that is pension income. IRA pension income doesn't count. Mm-hmm. It's only earned income, which is a W-2 from an employer, or self-employment income, which is running your own business. So starting your own business, there's a lot of reasons why to do it. Uh, we went through 10 of them, mm-hmm. creating your own schedule, being your own boss. These are all the things that we think yeah. about. Uh, and having a reason to, to get up in the morning, exactly. you know. Uh, again, you play golf and then you come home. It's it's only eleven a.m. and you still got the rest of the. What am I going to do with my That's life? That's right. Uh, Start a business. <laughs> I will be okay. 
I, like I was built for retirement. Yeah, Jeff. yeah. Uh, I work I work six days a week as it is. I'm yeah. ready. That's you right. know, you tell me when I can. You've you've seen my finance. Jeff always says, Josh, you probably won't retire till you're seventy. Seventy. <laughs> yeah, you got a long way to go. Um, but I was built for it. But some people aren't. Some no. people are like, I got to do something. Some people go go go. They yeah. have to do something. They cannot just play golf. They get it bored. It keeps people young. Exactly. You know. Yeah. It, you know they. Uh, I, I hate to say it, but you know some of these. Uh, these football coaches, they retire, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know mm-hmm. they they come of, back five years later and yeah, second career. And, they keep going. Yeah. You know, they're backing in, but then they ultimately they retire. And sometimes people just don't really have a, a anything to do, and they yeah. kind of just the, their health declines and exactly. all that stuff. Yeah. So if you're thinking about starting a business, <clears throat> uh, number one. Go ahead, but talk to Jeff first. Exactly. Get, consult with somebody to kind of lay out the base steps to make sure that, A, it's feasible, um, two, that you're going down the right path. Yeah. And uh, number two, if you want to start a business in retirement, go see Jeff. Yes. Because you guys <laughs> need to have a conversation about where you stand in Social Security yeah. uh, and make sure that the stuff that, that is is going to you, your Social Security. You've earned that. Exactly. Make sure that you get uh, the full benefits full, of it. Full pop for it, yeah. All right. Let's give out the number again. 636-394-5524. Capital Advisory Group. Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor. The book is Keep What's Yours. The show on the weekends that we're doing right now is called Keep What's Yours. And the idea is how do I keep more money in my pocket on my paycheck yes. rather than going out to the federal government? Exactly. And there's many ways. A vast array of different options, credits. So many. And if yeah. you're not doing anything right now and you keep getting tax bills at the end of the year for $5,000, let me give you the number again. Exactly. <laughs> 636-394-5524. We did one thing in FSA. That's the only thing that we, we utilized last year. We kept 1200 bucks. We're going to try to double that this year. Get the full benefit from it. Keep twenty four hundred bucks exactly. And Jeff, once we nail down the time to come in and see you, we're going to figure out what more can we be doing. Exactly, all the other options. That's the <laughs> idea. Have a guy in your corner or a gal. Yes. And Jeff Sufall, give him first crack at it. Senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with Capital Advisory Group six three six three nine four five five two four. Jeff, good chatting with you again. Same here. We'll see you next week. Next week. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.